0: Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about the top four medicinal mushrooms for fighting viruses. It's an antiviral immune boost. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, How do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous lookalike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushroom. Alright, so I was, uh, the other day I I was listening to um, Paul Stamets talk about mushrooms and bees. And if you don't know who Paul Stamets is, he's an icon in the mushroom world. Um, Just medicinal mushrooms. His personal studies, he's got tons of patents. And he's uh, also um, into magic mushrooms. And he's just... He's just jam-packed with knowledge and his whole lifetime he's devoted to mushrooms and what they do for the world and everything else. But anyway, I was uh, I was listening to he, his uh, a talk he was doing at Sand and it was in regards to um, the bee crisis, the honeybee crisis in the world and specifically the United States and and he was talking about how honeybees are responsible for pollinating um, plants that are responsible for 30% of our food that we eat today. And really what he was saying is the problem is 50% of the population of honeybees every year declines 50%. That's, that's a huge, huge number. And the big, the biggest problem with this that's killing the bees is the deformed wing virus, DMV. And it's these little mites, um, the varal mites, I believe is what they're called. And they attach themselves to the back of the, the bees. And as they stick their heads into the, the bee, they inject all these viruses. And these viruses are what's killing the bees. And 100% of the honey bee hives, colonies, in the united states are infected with these varroa mites so it's a huge problem that a form wing virus makes their wings come out deformed they can't fly their lifespan decreases and they can't pollinate right and i think one bee pollinates like 10,000 plants flowers in a day so anyway that's a little background on on what his study was in well anyway he talked about how um You know through his lifetime of you know growing mushrooms and he's always had beehives and he noticed one time um he had a mushroom garden outside he was outside watering his mushroom bed and he noticed something he noticed a bunch of honeybees were um at the sort at the surface of the um the garden bed and they were they kind of burrowed into the mycelium Mushroom mycelium that was in the ground and they had started to Like um almost drink the secretion the liquid secretion of the mycelium and he thought that was interesting You know that was like in 1988 or something like that And he never really thought much of it come to find out later in his research what he found was um in nature a lot of insects and stuff. They eat the mushrooms they, they eat mushrooms and mycelium and stuff like that. And <clears throat> when they didn't get the, when they, when you, you know, bees started being in colonies and controlled and, and then, you know, the deforestation and there's just um, a lot of reasons why mushrooms aren't available anymore. Anyway, what happened was the, the bees weren't getting mushrooms anymore. So he had an idea and he introduced this, I, um, the colonies to mushroom mycelium extract and of certain mushrooms, <clears throat> and his results were astounding. Right? They were astounding. Basically, there was four main types of mushrooms that he talked about. One was the amadou, and the well, first the red belted polypore. When he gave that to the bees, it actually doubled their lifespan. Then the amadou. The Amidu was effective in killing and reducing the deformed wing virus 879 to 1 in bees. 879 times to 1 in killing it. And then the Rishi reduced DMV by 80 to 1, as well as the Lake Sinai virus, LSV, 45,000 to 1. Shaga reduced the Black Queen cell virus, which infects every um, queen bee, 500 to 1. So he he figured out um his studies and everything. He found um these main four vi uh, mushrooms were <clears throat> were so effective in helping these bees to survive. So um that got me thinking, right? About mushrooms. And I was like, well that's interesting. You know, that's through his personal studies, and so that's really cool that these four mushrooms have such a major impact on antiviral properties. So what I thought, well, let me do some research, right? Because this is great news for us. We know mushrooms have antiviral properties, but why do they have antiviral properties? Why are they helping the bees? Why, what is with this specifically? And then, you know, we would just like to take, make sure we're getting all the mushrooms. There might be more out there that have studies that he hasn't done. So let's do some research on that so we can be stronger, feel healthier, live longer, and fight off these, especially today, right, with the coronavirus and everything else, it's more important with these viral storms sweeping the nation to boost our immune systems. So that's what I decided to do, that's what I did, and went out and did some research like I normally do. And man, clinical studies are boring to read, (laughs) But you got to get through them, right, to get get what you need and then decipher the scientific language of it. And then you have to look up so many different types of mushrooms because there's so many medicinal mushrooms out there, which ones could potentially have antiviral effects. And what I ended up finding is, in general, in general, mushrooms have what's called beta-D-glucans in the cell walls of them. And these beta-D-glucans, right, they, they're, they're found within the chitin, which is a, um, a soluble fiber within, and it's indigestible to humans, but the beta-D-glucans are inside the chitin, inside the cell wall of the mushrooms. They're also in mycelium as well, in the cell wall of mycelium. Now, the problem is, in order to get the beta-D-glucan out of the mushroom, you have to break down the chitin wall first. So that's why you'll see a lot of people talking about hot water extracts when it comes to mushrooms. So if you're gonna eat mushrooms, just make sure you boil them in some soup and drink the soup, and that way you can get the beta beta D-glucans out of the mushroom, but then you can also get mushroom supplement extracts that have already extracted the beta D-glucans for you. And um, so that's pretty much it about that. Now with the beta D-glucans, what they do to the body, is they've been shown to activate certain elements of your immune system one three main ones actually one was macrophages which is a type of white blood cell that digests cellular debris cellular debris microbes foreign sum- substances in a process is called phagocytosis and what this basically means is they are basically, they're like your watch patrol, your police officers. They're on patrol in your body for anything that shouldn't be there. And when they, when they see it, they sweep it up and kill it. Then you have your netrophil, neutrophil. And I might be pronouncing something wrong, but you have your neutrophil. They, um, they make up 40 to 70% of the white blood cells in humans. And they play a key role in frontline defense and killing pathogens. So this is a huge part of your white blood cells that their job is to kill pathogens in the body. So you're activating all these. And then lastly, you got your natural killer cells, your NK cells. These are kind of like your rapid first responders, like your firemen that just come in. They don't need any antibodies to tag these viruses or pathogens. They, they, they can just go in and they know what to kill that's not supposed to be there and they kill it on spot. So they're kinda cool. Now this is just some of the stuff that gets activated, but these are like the three main ones that are helping to kill viruses, but there's a lot of other stuff as well. So that's kinda what's happening with the macrophages, I mean with the uh, beta D-glucans. So, um, now basically when you look in nature, right, I would think of mycelium and mushroom as the immunological network of nature. That's really what it is. I mean, the mycelium beds that are underneath the forest floor, they provide insects and plants and animals, they eat these things. And they get all these immunological, immune-boosting benefits when they eat these mushrooms and the mycelium. So the point is, it's almost like the nature's natural immune-boosting system that they give to all of nature. And when you take that away, like in the case with the, the honeybee collapse disorder, across the nation you've taken a huge source of their antibodies out of the equation and they don't get them from anywhere else okay now one other thing I did want to mention was penicillin was also a fungus that was founded back in 1928 and that's um, was the first true antibiotic that was discovered right and that was also a fungus and did you know that if you inject a mushroom with E. coli, that it actually sweats out the antibodies? You gotta think, mycelium grows in the forest floors around the harshest environments, and they compose things, and they're constantly in battle with other pathogens, bacteria, and they, their, their sole survival depends on their ability to be able to fight these things off daily. So that's, that's part of why they have this amazing immune-boosting properties. Now, when I did my studies into the top medicinal mushrooms, the ones that I could find that had actual clinical trials done on them in regards to fighting viruses, and that's what we're going to talk about here. So number one I found was the reishi mushroom. Well, let's first, let's talk about the mushrooms that, um, that uh, Paul Stamets Oh wait, I already did, right? I, okay, so the first four were Paul Stamets, Amadou, Rishi, Chaga, and the red-belted polypore, specifically for bees, right? However, Rishi also has other clinical trials, and in one specific, um, in one study specifically, is shown um, effective in four specific viruses, herpes simplex type one virus, herpes simplex virus type two, influenza a virus and then the vesicular stomatitis virus vsv so in this basically what what it founded was that the antiviral properties were shown to inhibit cytopathic effects of hsv and vsv while inhibiting plaque formation of hsv2 additionally it exhibited potent antiviral activity on the vsv new jersey strain and these results indicate the possibility of development of antiviral agents from these fungi. Now, basically, cytopathic effects means that it stops the structural changes of viruses infected or uh, cells infected by the virus. So when a, when a virus infects a cell, right, it makes all these structural changes. Well, it's, um, Rishi's shown to stop those changes. And inhibiting plaque formation is basically stopping the destruction of the cell caused by the virus. So it makes structural changes, and it also destroys the cell. So reishi basically protects your cell from the virus itself. Another study um, this, another study showed that certain elements found in reishi mushroom assist with the inhibition of H5N1 swine flu and H1N1 bird flu neuro, neuraminidase inhibitors, NA inhibitors. Now, NAs are commonly used in antiviral drugs to prevent the reproduction of viruses. What NAs do is that when a virus attaches to your body to a cell, it attaches to these, with these, um, these, these connectors that come out and hit the, vi- the cell, and then the cell will bring it in. Well, NAs basically attach to that virus, and they don't allow it to escape and reproduce, essentially, is what's going on. Um, the study concluded that these elements have potentially valuable implement- implications for the design and dele- uh, development of NA inhibitors. So as an antiviral drug, so Rishi. next one we have is cordyceps mushroom cordyceps mushroom is mostly, um, that I could find was claims from folk healers or traditional healers. And which doesn't surprise me because anyone who tra- um, basically uses mushrooms for anything gonna be a full killer right because we don't have any medicine based on mushrooms right there's no money in that for big pharma big pharma can't patent food right so but anyway I have a list on my site that it's basically um, a chart that describes the strength of they have a bunch of claims like increased longevity erectile dysfunction female infertility tuberculosis bronchitis malignant tumor cold and cough arthritis jaundice liver disease kidney disease but anyway cold and cough was on there so i did add it but um additionally another cool thing about it has been shown to decrease inflammation in chronic asthma and other lung diseases which means Basically, it's good at, um, could potentially strengthen your lungs, and a lot of viruses are respiratory illnesses that attack the lungs, so that's all I'm gonna say about that. All right, number three, we got meitake, or hen of the woods mushroom. Now, the cool thing about this is it has the potential to stop the replication of the influenza virus, which we just talked about. You know, A virus, when it infects a cell, it creates thousands of copies of itself and then kills that cell right so it hijacks the cell uses its, its structure to create thousands of copies of itself and then kills that cell well it stops the replication of the influenza virus influenza virus which means your immune system can come in and have time to kill it off because a lot of the times these viruses just get out of control because they spread so quickly and um, so that that's a big deal if it can't also if it can't replicate then it can't survive right once you're kill the ones that are there, it'll die off. Additionally, it shows to boost your body's supply of antiviral cytokines. And that's basically just boosting your immune system. Now, all of these studies that I'm talking about here, you can go to the article, to the link in the description of this podcast, and you can, you can see quotes from these, um, these ab- abstracts from these different um, these studies that were done, as well as links to these studies, if you want to learn more about them. All right, last one we got is shiitake mushroom. This one's exciting because it shows potential in stopping the growth of the influenza virus by preventing the entry, and it has a cool uncoating ability of the influenza virus. Okay, this mushroom shows potential to be effective in fighting the herpes simplex virus, herpes hepatitis C virus, uh, human immunodeficiency virus, and the flu okay and so that's a big um a lot of that's from the abstract of the study that was done and then um, additionally shiitake extract when it was given to mice that were infected with influenza virus it actually increased their survival rate and when taken in combination with metake, it actually has shown to increase its effectiveness in its virus fighting ability So in combination, these things actually have a synergistic effect as well. Synergistic effect. And um, so that's it, we got it. So basically, what did we do? We talked about, we talked about um, Paul Stamets' um, awesome studies into mushrooms and bees and how it's helping them to, look, if, if he's, he's been doing this for years and if he's showing all these studies that have, he's done with bees to s- increase their survival rate from these viruses that are killing off all these bees I mean come on that just shows that these things boost your immune system insects everything boosts from these um, immune, every living things immune system gets boosted from these um, from mycelium from mushrooms these are just the mushrooms that we've discussed here are just the ones that have been studied to actually have the most effect so far. But there could be other ones out there as well. These are just the ones that I could find. We also talked about beta-D-glucans, how they actually help your immune system. We've shown you why it works, how it fits into the, the, just the overall structure of nature. It's like the immunological network of nature and how penicillin is one of the First, antibiotics ever discovered, and it is a fungus. That's so that's pretty much it. Um, again, you can check out the link in the description of this article to um, some mushroom supplements that I recommend that contain all of these um mushrooms in extract form, hot water extract form, and they're sourced from organic well, they're yeah, organic locations in the forest, in the wild. In the mountains of China, don't get dis- don't discount China because of the, all of a sudden it's China. But they've uh, China's got a whole separate place in the mountains where these villagers live, and there's videos you can check it out on YouTube where these villagers live there, and that's their whole life is growing these mushrooms naturally in the forest in the wild. So all I can say about China is just avoid the stuff in the city. Get make sure your mushrooms are sourced from the mountains of China um but anyway you check out my article for the, the supplements that i recommend i just think it's easier to take an extract supplement than trying to um how are you going to get some of these mushrooms i mean if you're going to try to get amadou good luck because that grows on trees and takes five years to grow so i don't know how you're going to get your hands on some real amadou but you can try. You can try to source some of these um, naturally, maybe dried out online, and create your own teas. Uh, that's another thing. You can make a tea. A tea is just like an extract, and drink the tea is another thing. Just boil it for a couple of hours, and you got your extract. Um, chaga is another one. You can get a lot of these dry online. People will sell them, or you can just get them in supplement form, and you can reap a lot of the immune boosting benefits. And especially with today, right, coronavirus is a relatively new virus that has no, um, well, currently has no um, vaccine available, which is why I think people are so scared of it. But um, this could be just one of many viruses to come. So it's a good idea to start boosting your immune system now with nature's natural immune boosting sources that are available to you. Other than that, that's all I have. If you thought this was useful, please share it. I would greatly appreciate it. And be sure to stay tuned and subscribe for more great podcasts we got coming your way. Other than that, take care, and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. Curative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.